What's up, beautiful people, to another episode of the Ricky Jones Jr. Podcast. It's me, Ricky Jones Jr., and I am also excited to be with y'all here today. Um, for those that are watching on YouTube, if you could, if you would, please click that subscribe button as we are on our way to a 1,000 subscribers, and I truly believe we could do it this month. And if you are listening to your favorite podcast platform, if you could, if you would, click that follow button, subscribe button, whatever button that you see. I would greatly appreciate it so that you can be connected with what's going on on this here podcast and for those that don't know what i am doing for the month of june is highlighting emphasizing and showcasing fathers that are instrumental to me in a sense that i get to watch what they do and i glean and learn different things from them and i have one today it's one of my good friends here in tampa florida uh, my brother o'neill that i am doing his interview our conversation today but nonetheless as y'all know i like to start off with shout outs okay now now, this one goes out to Miss Yolanda, okay? I'm going to go ahead and pop up her YouTube page. I don't even know if she's big on, I mean, not big, but like doing anything on YouTube. But I know for sure she's doing a lot on Instagram. So, shouts out to you, Miss Yolanda, who is a thrifting queen and is partnering as well with uh, Jen and Juice, which I did a conversation interview with her as well. So, shouts out to you, ma'am. I appreciate you tapping in, tuning in, and commenting as well as liking different videos that I have posted thus far. I appreciate you for doing what you do as I do what I do, right? So, as y'all know, to be shout out all you have to do is comment in the comment section and uh, you know show your love that goes a long way so I want to show my love and gratitude to you all for doing what you're doing for you know for me right so it's it's a love exchange that's what it's all about at the end of the day you show some love I show some love but at the end of the day like I said we have a phenomenal interview that you definitely want to tune in for sit through tell a friend to tell a friend hey y'all this is going to be a good one okay my brother has well, I ain't going to do too much. I ain't going to do too much because he going to say everything, okay, that needs to be said. So, without further ado, let's get to the interview. All right, great people. I'm also excited because I have with us today my great friend, O'Neal Delva. Should I say senior? You're going through the senior in there. It doesn't make me sound old when you say senior, though. I mean, but you have a junior, so you officially have a junior. All right, which we're going to talk about all that good stuff. But I'm also excited that my brother is here today. One, because, man, I look up to his parenting skills and parenting style, as well as the fact that, I mean, he's my children's pastor, youth pastor at our church. But then outside of that, he is an awesome, awesome man, a great husband, great hard worker. He's a professor, you know what I'm saying? A recent graduate, <laughs> what, two years ago? How about, no, it's actually four years. It's been four years already? 2018, yeah. Gosh, time goes by fast. Wow, See, you know, COVID years, you just lose those. It. Exactly. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But that is the story. But then, I mean, the story, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is a story that you want to be a part of, largely because of the origin of his fathering, right? Which has to do with twins. And But we're going to get there. We're going to get there. So, O'Neal, um, now... This is your first time. First time. Us doing a podcast together. So I actually want to say thank you okay. for considering me, for inviting me to be a part of the show. Uh-huh. Uh, been watching. Yes. Big fan. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I might have to ask for an autograph after No, 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 no. no. We'll ask no. for yours. Okay. We'll ask for yours on your way out. <laughs> no, but thank you so much for, you know, allowing me to be here. Yeah. I'm excited. Looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Man, that's my brother, man. Y'all, y'all just don't know. Y'all in for a treat. So... 
We're going to have some fun. You know what I'm saying? Because when it. we get together, it's always a good time. <laughs> However, we're going to have a good time telling your story. Thank you. Uh, All right, let's do it. It's going to help people. At the end of the day, we're here for the people. I pray that it does. I mean, you take something from the story that my story that yeah. I share today and, you know, hopefully encourages you and in, in your journey and Boom. the things that you're doing. So, yeah. Nice. So, let's start it off. Who is O'Neal? Like, where where do you come from? Like, where are you from? Uh, let me know, like, your, your parent background, all that good stuff. All right. So, I am Haitian. Okay. I was born in Haiti. Sakpase. Mm-hmm. Boom. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> I wish I could join you. If the camera wasn't on, I would have did it too. <laughs> now, I was originally born in Haiti, yeah. and my family back in the 80s, um, we traveled here to the mm. States. And mm. actually, my dad, he worked on a cruise ship okay. for some years, oh, and yeah. we were actually doing, we were doing okay in Haiti yeah. financially, because money here in the States transferred over to other countries. That's why a lot of times you see... Um, people from other countries work yeah. here because they send money back home. Mm. So our house and everything else, it was decent. Um, we not bragging, but we had made and there we had go. some other stuff. Okay. But at okay. the same time, life in Haiti back then and even now was very hard. Mm. Um, so we needed a change. My parents made a sacrifice to leave their family, right. leave everything that they had known to create a new life for us here. Mm. So there are four of us siblings. Okay. Um, I have my two, my sister, my brother. They were already here in the States. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the youngest. And mm. according to what my parents said, I would cry every night for them because mm. I'm the baby. Okay. So, you know, that's what babies do. That's what they do. <laughs> Mama, Dada, uh, where are you? Brother, sister. <laughs> <laughs> so they sent for me mm-hmm. and I came here. Unfortunately, we ended up leaving one of my brothers back in Haiti oh, and he ended okay. up staying for like 10 years mm. because it was very expensive mm. to bring him here to the States. Mm-hmm. So we spent some years apart, but mm. later on, you know, thank God we were able to reconnect. Okay. But um, came here at a very young age, six mm-hmm. years old, didn't know a word of English. Wow. Um, yeah, not at all. And, you know, grew at up. six. Yeah, I came wow. six and I did kindergarten in Haiti. Mm-hmm. I skipped first grade. I didn't go to first grade at all because mm. when I came here in the States, that's when I should have done first grade. And then I went right into second grade. Wow. Um, so didn't know a word of English, nothing. Mm. Um, and, you know, over time hung out with friends and different things. And um, yeah, unfortunately, I'll say it kind of like got beaten up and made fun uh, of, mm-hmm, you know, because mm-hmm. of me not knowing English mm-hmm. and so on. And mm. but that was motivation for me to learn more and yeah. want to better myself mm. and different things and you know kind of help to add on to the person i am today and, right you know, so that's just like a little bit of my story yeah and from there uh moved up and from naples florida and attended school and everything mm-hmm. and um and yeah and moved up to tampa to be with yeah. my brother and uh-huh. went to usf and nice. here i am today boom so so much so even going back that I remember you telling me that you didn't really care for your name, O'Neal, because, well, O'Neal mm-hmm. is how you actually say it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But exactly. you didn't really care for it because they joked you. You know what? Wow. That's that's amazing that you bring that up because mm-hmm. um, one of the things that we sometimes like struggle with or, you know, especially kids will struggle with is right. like their identity, right? Yeah. Or what makes them them or unique or whatever else because at times you don't want to stand out. You mm. want to be... A part of the pack and like to remove attention from yourself. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing that happened with me. So when I came here to the States, unfortunately, you know, going back to what I said, getting made fun of or being up, 
by, you know, people who looked like me, you mm-hmm, know, color wise mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, not necessarily, you know, Caucasians and, and oh, some okay. other people. But gotcha. unfortunately, a lot of times it was like I picked on by people who looked like me mm-hmm. but because I was different. Because of that, I wanted to be as American as possible. Mm. So I didn't want anyone to um, focus on just my background. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, my name, like, how can I make it sound more American? So okay. it's like, is it, you know, O'Neill or should I go by O'Neill? Well, mm. O'Neill sounds very American. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. call me O'Neill. So mm. from there on, I was O'Neill, O'Neill, O'Neill. Mm. And, you know, I didn't want to be known as anything else. Don't mm. call me O'Neill or anything. Only my mom or my family would call oh, me uh, that. Uh-huh. Because, you know, like, again, I wanted to be as American as possible. Right, right. So um, To fit in. To fit in, exactly. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to stand out. Mm-hmm. I remember one instance um, where it was middle school and a kid kind of, like, wanted to put me on the spot where he asked, Hey, uh, O'Neal, are you Haitian or are you Bahamian? Now, I didn't know what Bahamian was. Okay, okay. But I knew being Haitian wasn't good. It wasn't it. It wasn't <laughs> it. So I said, uh, I'm Bahamian. <laughs> yeah, you're Bahamian? Yeah, 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 I'm Bahamian. Now, mind you, again, I didn't know what that was. Correct. I could have been saying something like, I don't know. Uh, right, right. I eat boo-boo. I eat boo-boo. Right. That, at that, that day, you did. That. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know, growing um, up, mm. that actually... So what Stuck happened there? With me what happened there? With, Once with, you said you were Bahamian. Well, he, they left me alone. That was the oh, thing. Wow. And interestingly, it wasn't until the Fugees started to become big. Mm. And until the kids wanted to learn all the curse words mm. to say in Creole. Okay. That's when we became cool. Hello. Great one up. <laughs> Shouts out to the Fuji. <laughs> Shouts out to the Fuji. Thank you. Thank you for helping me to be cool. <laughs> so at that time when they started to blow up, like, oh, Fuji's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You mm. rock with Wyclef. Yeah, yeah. You know, then I started to become cool. Right. But still that whole identity and the name and so on, like, mm. stuck with me, you know, even into being a father, mm. where um, I know earlier you joked about me being a senior. Mm-hmm. Um because when we were getting ready to have my son, mm-hmm. my wife, Jessica, wanted for me to name him O'Neal Jr. And I was mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm not naming that boy O'Neal Jr. Because mm-hmm. I remember the things that I went yeah. through growing oh, up. Mm-hmm. So I was like, nah, let's do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a J thing going on. So I was like, I picked, you know, Jaden as his name. So mm-hmm. I said, you know, I'll give you O'Neal as the middle name. So his name was Jaden O'Neal Delva. Well, as he started to grow and so on, um, he didn't go by Jaden. He mm-hmm. went by... O'Neal. Wow. At school, at he that. wanted to be O'Neal. Mm-hmm. Like, at, you know, everywhere he went, it was O'Neal. And then, you know, he was junior and so on. So, he didn't even want to go by Jaden at all. Wow. He wanted O'Neal. So, um, he wanted us to legally change his name when mm-hmm. he was, I want to say seven. Mm-hmm. He wanted well, us we're gonna to We're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. We're going to come back to that. Let's come back. Let's speak to that fatherhood side. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. We're going to still talk to your childhood, okay. right? Okay. Now, I'm curious as to, y'all make sure y'all stay tuned for that, because that's that's a tearjerker, right? Uh, but you all, your father came up, right? Mm-hmm. He had the audacity to move and to come to America, yep. right? Mm-hmm. So what did he do when he came to America? So when... When he moved here mm-hmm. to the States, at times, um, back in like, you know, I'm not going to say, let me say, how should I phrase this? So mm-hmm. when people in other countries, they think of when someone moves here to the States, yeah. um, like, wow, y'all living it up over there. Right. You live in large. Yeah, You're no. in America. Right now. You are 
start uh, the living in a mansion and everything mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's not the case. Correct. A lot of times when people come here from another country, they're working working as dishwashers. Mm-hmm. They're, you know, taking out the trash mm-hmm. or they're, you know, working in the kitchen for the that's most part, true. you know, and so on and so forth. So my dad, when he moved here, he ended up working at Publix, mm-hmm. the produce department for mm-hmm. many years, actually ended up retiring from oh, Publix. Wow. And, um... Yeah, so no, he retired good. and from there, but then he also worked as a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. So it's like he ended up doing that to yeah. support us. Right. I can luckily I can say you know we were in a good place where we didn't have to. We didn't. We struggled, but yes. didn't struggle. You know, like it's funny because Jess and I were talking about it about a month ago. You don't realize that you're you grew up poor mm-hmm. until you look back at it and life. <laughs> you're like, man, we were poor. <laughs> As we, didn't, we didn't have anything. <laughs> <laughs> but we felt like we had everything. We felt like we had everything. Right, right. We didn't have anything yeah. when you think back on it. Mm-hmm. But he worked at two jobs, dishwasher and worked in the produce department. Mm-hmm. My mom worked um, as uh, in the kitchen prepping food for mm-hmm. a restaurant um, in... And that's what they did, and mm-hmm. I saw that, and, you know, their hard work and, you know, work mm-hmm. ethics and the different things that they did, and, mm-hmm. you know... Um, and I took away some of that, and you know, as we get later on and mm-hmm, talk about mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. is adulthood and fatherhood yeah. and so on. Yeah. But um, I saw some of the things that they did. I'm like, all right, I like that, and yep. then, you know, like I'm gonna do that. Oh, yeah. nah, that I don't like so much, uh-huh, uh-huh. and so on. But yeah, but you know, I, I basically watched him, mm-hmm. and you know what he stood for, mm-hmm. what he believed in, um, and and I worked hard to try to emulate that as best as possible. Yeah. So yeah. what would you say are like three things that you saw them do that you can still see yourself doing? Hmm. Um, three things I saw them do. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Well, they continued. They, they were examples, mm-hmm. right? That was definitely one thing that mm-hmm. they made sure they were rooted and connected in the church. And that nice. was the first thing. And I actually yeah. have a funny story to tell you about okay. that. And okay. my dad and the police. Okay. Huh. Yeah. In church? Well, it was after church. I'll tell oh, you about okay. that in a okay. moment. And then, so example, rooted in the church mm-hmm. and um, just showing us how to live, really, yeah. you know, and, and making the most of mm. what you have, even however big or little it may be. Right. It's what God has given you. Mm-hmm. It's what you've worked for and earned. Mm-hmm. It's what you have. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So going back to the story that I said, yeah. I was say. So one day... While coming, it was after church, my dad and, and I, it was just the two of us, we were in his truck. Mm-hmm. And going home, um, police officer pulls out, pulls him over, and says that he was swerving. Now, he wasn't swerving. Um, my dad doesn't drink. That was something mm-hmm. else. Like, you know, he didn't do that. I took away mm-hmm. from. So, like, he was, the police officer said that he was swerving. Well, he actually... Uh, the officer to avoid hitting him, he did kind of move a little bit to the middle lane and then come back. But it was like, hey, you're about to pull out, so I don't want you to hit me. Right. So he then the officer asked my dad, have you been drinking tonight? Then he says, yeah, I've been drinking. Now I did this. I look at my dad like, <laughs> what? bruh, what? <laughs> I'm just, literally, I'm sitting in the passenger seat. Have you been drinking tonight? Yeah, I've been drinking with his accent. <laughs> what? I've been drinking the word of God. Ah, here we oh, go. Oh, ah, Poppy, boy, there what are you, you doing? Do, there you this go, is sir. not the time. <laughs> the time not for the, the time for the place. <laughs> I want to go home. I want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> he hit him with, I've been drinking oh, the word of God. God. I've been like, come on, oh, man. So what did the officer do? 
What do you do? He, he, he laughed. Just, he just looked like, all right, sir, license and registration. <laughs> I have a job. He went to the car laughing, though. You got to know he was laughing. Yeah, we didn't get a ticket, though. Thank uh-huh. God. You right. know, but I looked at this man like, what are you doing? Correct. It's not the time for that. I appreciate it. I appreciate the boldness. Mm-hmm. But this is not the time. Just say, sir, I wasn't drinking. Let's do a breathalyzer to prove it, whatever. Have right, right. Know? But yeah. Okay. It could have went so many different ways. It could have went so many ways. Oh, I've been drinking. I've been drinking the word of the God. The word of God. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, okay, right. okay. Let me tone down. All okay, right, Poppy, okay. Take it easy, Poppy. Hello. So now, after those three <laughs> things, right, what would you say are some things that your parents exposed you to um, that maybe you could trace to who you are today and the things that you're doing? Hmm. All right. Things that they exposed me to. Mm-hmm. Well, definitely. I mean, well, first thing that comes to mind is. The cuisine, okay, right? okay. The Haitian cuisine. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, can little, you cook any of it, Bruh, Can <laughs> I cook any of it? Now, my facial expression is making you think that I can, but I can't. As I said, I ever I've been around long enough to know that I see <laughs> anything prepared by Odiala. no, no. See, okay. I am what you would call a microwave chef hmm. at best. You know, okay. Uh, I will take a dish, mm-hmm. I will warm it up. Mm-hmm. I will add a little something to it to make it my own. Okay. So then you can no longer say that it was, you know, uh, you know, uh, auntie or calendar or okay. whatever or okay. banquet meal. It's uh, not that anymore. Uh huh. I've given it my own twist. Uh, so it's now banquet with a splash of Oniala. That's what it is. Hmm. You know? Okay. Chef boy or O'Neal. Okay. So let me know what's your favorite seasoning to use? My favorite seasoning to use. Well, it I mean, tells you everything right now. Well, like I don't really know. cook much, like so. I, use, I mean, you I just, say you put a little extra. What is that? A little salt, pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so nothing. Everything necessary with every meal. A little salt, a little pepper. A little salt, pepper. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> that says it all. Okay, I made so it my own. They expose you to the Haitian cuisine, however. You do need to learn the lessons, oh, but nonetheless, man. you are a father now, right? Yes. And uh, so now, you know, with it being Father's Day this month, mm-hmm. it's the month of the fathers, it's right? The At the end of the, the day fathers. on this podcast, that's what it is. Shout out and to so, the dads. Shout out to all you all, man. Boop, 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 boop. There it is. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, with the cameras off, I'm doing it too. But it can get records, so I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I don't man. know. But uh, with it, though, like, I love your... I'm going to call it origin story of fatherhood, right? And so, knowing O'Neill, of course, I know the story. However, those watching may not know the story, right? Mm -hmm. So, you say your lovely wife's name is Jessica. She is, yes, yes. She is. And upon meeting Jessica, Mm -hmm. Jessica had a set of twins. Mm -hmm. You then met Jessica knowing she had twins Mm -hmm. and said, okay, I'll take the three of you all and we can become one. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what went into your mind? What age were you? What were you? What were you doing in life mm-hmm. that gave you the audacity, right? Because your father had the audacity to move from Haiti to took a Florida, big, yeah. Now I'm saying, but now you have the audacity. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to us. What, sure. How old were you? Where were you in life, and what sure. made you say yes? So, so I will say, men, we, you know, we. Okay. Once we, when we see something, mm. I'll say it the way that I'm thinking. When you see something that you want, okay, 
right? Yep. You make certain things, you adjust to accept it, to allow Mm. it, to say, you know what, I can work with that. Mm. All right, all of that will make sense at the moment when Mm. I, you know, kind of share a little bit as to what I'm saying. So I met Jessica. We used to work together. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was going to USF at the time, so University of South Florida, Mm -hmm. and... Um, I was, I would see her, right? Mm-hmm. I would see her all the time. We worked for time customer service doing, you know, customer service for magazines and so on. So I would see her and I saw her and I saw what I saw. I like what I saw. There it is. Right? There it is. And I wanted to get to know more of that person. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. There's a whole another story, which I won't get into right, about right. the fact that she's a twin uh-huh. and I didn't know that we'll she have, was we'll a have twin. You back. We'll have you back for that. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. know she was a twin, uh-huh. and then there was a whole situation with that. That's going to be a relationship yeah. tidbit. That was interesting. That I will say that's an interesting uh-huh. uh, situation uh-huh. there. But just to fast forward a little bit, I was a junior at USF at the time, so I just got into my major. Mm-hmm. And when I finally approached Jessica and we started to talk, when I realized that, oh, yeah, you are who I believe that we used to work together, I would see you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, during our conversation... Uh, she, you know, kind of nonchalantly threw it in there, like, you know, that she has kids, mm-hmm. right? So then, talking to her, I said, I'm sorry. She said she has kids, oh, my kids and I, and blah, 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 and just kept on going. I said, whoa, 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 go back a little bit. <laughs> Did you say you have kids with an S? And then she said, yeah, I have kids. Is that okay? Then I said, and then, no, I didn't say it. She said, they're twins. Mm. Going back to what I said earlier, as guys, we accept certain things. Now, when she said she has kids and they're twins, immediately I thought to myself, oh, twins. So it was only one pregnancy. So it's like she only has one kid. Respect. Respect. No, I get got, the rationale. She only got pregnant once. I get it. She one guy. Get, one guy. She mm-hmm. didn't get pregnant multiple right. times. I don't have to ask that question. It's one time. Correct. So it's like it's one kid. I get it. But no, they're actually two people. But no, I get it. But it's one man. It's one. That's the part that matters. Exactly. I yes. only have to... Yeah. Yes. So, I was a junior, which as you know, if you, you know, junior in college, mm-hmm. that can be grind very... Time. Grind time. You're in your major, it can mm-hmm. be very stressful, mm-hmm. junior year, senior year, and mm-hmm. so on. The girls, when they came into my life, they were one and a half also. Wow. Babies. Babies. And, um, yeah, so they came into my life. Jessica and, and the girls came into my life, and I had to make a decision, like, you know... I, I wanted to get to know her, mm. and I liked her, but you can't like just her and not the girls, Correct. right? It, Correct. It's a package deal mm. because, you know, I can't say, I want to take you out and let's do things just you and I. What about the girls? And neglect them. Mm-hmm. Neglect them, so oh, what's going to happen with them? Mm-hmm. So, um, met her, met the girls, and shortly after meeting her, actually, you know, just telling my story. Yes, yeah. A little yeah. crazy. No, we're here. We're here. Her lease was actually about to be up in her apartment, and I didn't want her to... It was going to be... She was going to have to move back where back home, mm-hmm. which is close to Orlando. Gotcha. So I'm like, dang, I just met you, and I don't want to lose you already, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Again, sharing my story. Yeah. I don't want to lose you already. Just met her. We only known each other for a month. Why don't you just move in with me? <laughs> you was in love. <laughs> <laughs> what? month? <laughs> what but why don't you just know oh, me sucker, but it's on the other side the is to know he would do this 10 times over part of the thing and Jessica knows this I've mentioned mm-hmm. to her um, in early in our relationship you know it's it wasn't all roses and yeah. 
pretty this and that or whatever. I mean, right. it's you're tough. in college. You're in college. Were you working too? I was working. I had two jobs. Wow. I had my uh, car. I called it the Batmobile. It was my uh, little black Ford Probe. You, you know, go. back there in the go. day stuff. I thought I was stunting with it. There it is. It was a stick shift. Uh huh. I saw the move. You know. Mm-hmm. I still don't know how to drive a stick. He's supposed to teach me how to drive a stick, so as long as he don't teach me, I won't know. <laughs> so I'm trying to know. But anyway, so you were two jobs. Two jobs. In school. In school, yeah. <laughs> had my car, had my motorcycle, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I had oh, okay. bike back then. And, fun. You know, I was doing it in my mind. I was uh-huh. doing it, uh-huh. you know. But, um, but yeah, but anyway, they came into my okay. life and did not want to lose them. Yeah. And... So I invited, you know, like, hey, go and stay with me. So we actually ended up staying with my brother, myself, and Jessica and the girls. We ended up sharing, like, a two-bedroom apartment with, like, mm-hmm. four people. Mm-hmm. Five people five in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, five people in a two-bedroom apartment. So mm-hmm. we did that for a while, and, mm-hmm. you know, that was interesting. So she that stayed. Fun. She stayed. Okay. And then, but, of course, going back to all I was saying, like, you know, relationships, when if you really want them to work, nothing's easy, mm-hmm. right? It's not a race. It's a marathon. Mm-hmm. It's not... You know, it's That's like great. a roller coaster mm-hmm. where there'll be highs and lows and different yeah. things that happen. And, yeah. you know, Jessica knows this and we kind of joked a little bit where I say, you know, you know what? I, I stayed with you in the beginning. I stayed with you because of the girls, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a joke, mm-hmm. but somewhat true There's at the same time, right? Yeah. Where, yeah. Uh, you know, in this case, for yeah. me, my story, right, mm-hmm. where potentially... It, if something were to happen where I'm like, I'm walking away. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have anything that's connected. I'm not invested in a sense mm-hmm. or invested in, in, in long term or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even though the girls biologically weren't mine, yes. like, they were mine, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I did not want there to be a thing or a situation. Fortunately, you hear too much in the news about stepfathers and boyfriends and so on, like, you know, doing things mm-hmm. to kids. Like, mm-hmm. I love kids. Like, I mean, correct? they're innocent, yeah. right? They don't ask to be in whatever situation they might potentially be in, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. We as adults, it's our responsibilities to take care of them. True. Right? And, you know, they did not ask to be here right. or whatever else. Right. Like, so it's our job, yeah, to make sure that they're taken care of. So, you know, whenever we would have our situations, you know, instead of just quickly just leaving and whatever else, trying to kicking her out, I would think of the girls and think of not wanting to open the newspaper one day or, you know, open up whatever and start reading and hear about mm. these two individuals who mm. unfortunately got harm or something mm. happened to mm-hmm. them because I was either, you know, selfish, selfish and mm-hmm. didn't want anything to do with them and only Jessica mm. or I was selfish to where it's like I didn't want anything to do with Jessica or like break it off or whatever, you mm. know, so, mm-hmm. you know, but that was the thing that, you know, it's going to sound bad for me to say this is the thing that kept us together in the mm-hmm, beginning, but mm-hmm. that was the thing that, yeah. you know, I I held on to, mm-hmm. um, and I really wanted to make a difference in, like, in their life. Yeah. And I know me as a person and what I would and wouldn't do. Right, and right. I don't know the next person. I don't Correct. know the next man. And, Correct. You know, and I didn't want that to be um, their story. Too. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be a statistic, right, yeah. where, unfortunately, you... You hear something that uh, bad that took place or happened to them. So, mm-hmm. but not. I mean, early years. So was, then, two things: is the father still was the father in their life back then? That is actually a crazy story, probably for another gotcha. episode. So it's kind of like a yes, kind of like a no. Nah, he wasn't there okay. at all. Okay, it's, it's a crazy story in the sense that he was he was murdered. Gotcha. 
And then add on top of that, his his friend who attended his funeral in another state. He was from Buffalo, New York, mm-hmm. um, where he was staying down here with his aunt. I had never met him, but mm-hmm. it was actually big news in the mm-hmm. Tampa um, Tribune. Mm-hmm. No, no, I'm sorry. The Florida Sentinel, not Tampa Tribune. Florida Sentinel back in 2003, mm-hmm. where he, he was living here, you mm-hmm. know, with his aunt. He was murdered in West Tampa, I believe it was. They shipped his body back to New York Mm -hmm. for the funeral. And then his friend flew to New York to attend the funeral. And while up there at his funeral, um, his name's Eric. Eric's old friends murdered his friend who was here who flew up to visit. So, yeah, it was a whole crazy situation. All right. Um, right. But, yeah, but... So that even further drove you to say, I can't leave them. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, they didn't want to leave them where they didn't have like, you know, a father figure, you know, Mm -hmm. that would, their father, I guess Mm -hmm. you could say wasn't there or, you know, um, the person who helped to bring them into this world, let me say Mm -hmm. it like that, Mm -hmm. wasn't Mm -hmm. there because I I don't believe he was heavily involved in Mm -hmm. the beginning of the Mm -hmm. relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I saw just... Not the opportunity to step mm-hmm. in, but right. I... You felt the need to. I felt the need to mm-hmm. and wanted to mm-hmm. step in. Let me say it like that. Yes. I wanted to step in to yeah. be there for them mm. and to watch them grow mm-hmm. and, you know, just to be there for them in any and every opportunity possible. And, mm. and I'm excited that, you know, I had that chance where they're grown up. They're actually... My girls are turning 19 this 19. year. 19. Look at you, yeah. sir. Yeah, 19 18 years, years later. Yeah. Man. They're turning 19 this year. I'm, excited. Right. I'm so proud of them, the things that they've done mm-hmm. and able to do, mm-hmm. and the things that we've done together over the mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. the memories that we've built, and, you know, and... Uh, yeah. Okay. Right. I, I, I could talk forever about the girls correct, and correct. the things that we've done, and even, right. you know, my son, who we'll talk about maybe a little bit later, but... Mm-hmm. You know, we, we we did fun things together, right. like making up songs on our way to school there and stuff. As I was of course, them. they doesn't like that. You know? They so, doesn't like the car rides. Exactly. But I mean, even so. <laughs> Ho! What's up, great people? Just know if you would like to be a sponsor for any podcast episode, all you have to do is just let us know. Hit this email. You see it on the screen. If you don't see it, it'll be in the description on your favorite podcast platform in which you can buy a spot to be featured on a episode that is to come. And a great thing about being a sponsor for a podcast episode is that your advertisement lives forever okay either you can send me your advertisement or you can ask me to do it just for you and we're gonna have some fun and making that thing happen okay so all you have to do is hit the email down below and i will be sure to reach out back to you so that we can make whatever you have known to the world all right (laughs) y'all so like now there's this book called uh, know your why or what's your why and that Mm -hmm. was you know to fast forward that story to the now mm-hmm. that was your why in large part to making sure that they were safe making sure that exactly. they were protected making sure that you know something crazy wouldn't happen to them exactly. was the reason why you stayed then exactly but i mean out of that came love fun times exactly being proud highs lows all that good stuff so <clears throat> i love it now of course, we could talk about them if you want to still talk about them. However, I know you also have a son, mm-hmm. right? So you and Jessica end up getting married. Yep. Um, you get out of that two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> Share with brother. my brother. Right. You get yeah. out of there. You get married. <laughs> and then you all have a son. All right. So how far of an age gap are the twins and your son? So the girls, when they were um, seven okay. is when yeah my son was born. So 
interesting. I don't know why parents do this, but okay. we we did we did this where we asked the girls when they were like six and a half, seven. We said, "Hey, what would you prefer? Would you prefer to have a puppy or a little brother? Which do you think they picked? The brother? No." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shocking. No. <laughs> they said, I would like a puppy, please. Okay. And then we said, hmm, that's not what we were expecting you to say. <laughs> and it's a little too late, but you are going to have a brother. Wow. And then they asked, do we still get the puppy? Uh, I'm sorry, but no, you do not get the puppy. You get the brother. Uh-huh. Again, I don't know why parents do this, right. where they give them the option, where they know it's not a choice. You don't, we've already decided for you. Mm-hmm. But no, but the girls were seven. And uh, they were super excited, you know, even though they knew that they weren't going to get a puppy. Yeah. They were super excited knowing that they were going to have a little brother. And they were mm-hmm. super helpful in the beginning. Now, mm. I will say uh, that, you know, we were kind of not scared, but we were worried that they had been together so long, just the two of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, they shared everything together. Mm. They even shared, you know, a womb. They are uh-huh. a home. Uh, in the beginning. In the beginning. <laughs> they shared a home together. Mm-hmm. And everything they've done, they've grown up together. They have their own little way of communicating with each other. Mm-hmm. Their own little, I want to say. Because they're identical twins. Yeah, they are identical mm-hmm. twins. And I'm trying to think if they created, like, their own little language, like mm-hmm. twins. I, I can't remember I if they did. I would be surprised. I know Jessica and Jeanette, they talked about, you know, different ways they communicated. Right. So only the two Which would Jessica understand. is an identical twin as well. And my wife is an identical twin right. as well. So mm-hmm. it didn't skip a generation. That was a lie. Uh, so, you know, wherever it's tells. written. Right. Yeah. Or that. whatever. Yeah, erase that part of the chapter. Because <laughs> it, it didn't away. skip a generation generation uh-huh. but um but no so we were kind of concerned that the girls weren't going to pay attention to him you know him mm-hmm. or want to do things with them initially mm-hmm. they were super helpful like they i want to say uh one year before my son was born our neighbor had a yard sale and the girls had money in their piggy bank mm-hmm. and i'm not you know making this up this is a legit 100 yes. percent you know our story where uh-huh. they Save, they were saving up money for something, I don't remember. And then they went to the neighbor's yard sale and they saw a high chair. And they wow. bought the high chair for him. And um, we weren't even, like, you know, with them or whatever. It's, you know, they had already did the, the transaction. They mm-hmm. paid for it. And they're like, hey, Dad, can you help me get this high chair? Like, what, do you, what is that for? You don't need a high Oh, we bought it for Jaden. Mm-hmm. Then Jaden. Yes. Um... We bought it for him, and we want him to have it, you know. I'm like, mm. oh, my gosh. Like, that melted my heart to correct, see correct. at, like, seven together. or eight years wow. old where they are thinking about not themselves, whatever they were saving money for, mm. but they were thinking about their brother where they got this money or their money, and they mm. ended up buying him a high chair, mm. and which he had for, like, three or four years, oh, however, wow. until he outgrew it. Oh, that's dope. And then we ended up... Did we do that high chair? I think we ended up um, giving it to somebody else yeah. so that they would have for their kids and so on. But, wow. But yeah, I mean, the thing that oh, they bought touching. was able to continue on to, you know. Another house. Another, another house. Home, and another who knows? Child. Somebody else might have it to this day, right? right? So right. You know, that was exciting. Purchased by love. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, I want to talk about you, right? And of course, as I talk about you, mm-hmm. you'll of course talk about the kids because that's just what happens. Yeah. Um, however, like I say, you are a great father um, mm-hmm. and a great example of what fathering looks like and what it should be. Mm-hmm. Um, now, what would you say are some things that you went into fatherhood with the mindset of? Like, what were some things that 
you knew this is what you had to do. You knew this is what it took. You knew this is what it required. You knew, okay, with the title as father, yeah. this is what I, Oniala, yeah. <laughs> should do and should be. It's funny that you, you asked that because when I was young, and I never said this to my wife or anybody. This is literally the first mm-hmm. time I'm saying But when I was young, like, you know, you think about, like, your future, what you would like for your future to potentially look like, you know, at least for me, I plan like, okay, I'd like to have three or four kids. Okay. I'm going to get married and so on and so forth. And even then mm-hmm. at an early age, I'd always said to myself that I'm going to be a great father. Okay. And I'm going to be an okay husband. Gotcha. Not that I had the mindset like, okay, I'm going to be a bad husband or divorce or whatever. Yeah. But literally like early in life, I said to myself, I want to be a great father to be there for mm-hmm. my kids. And you know, of course, you want to be there for your wife, but mm-hmm. like that was my thing. No, that's good. Also, one of the things, you know, some years back, I wrote uh, an article for a local uh, journal of some sort. It was mm-hmm. around Father's Day, and I wrote in there that you know, I-, I love, I love history, and I love, I think we are where we are based on the decisions and actions that we made or took in you know our past. Right? Gotcha. So I put in the article that you know, as kids. We learn from our parents based on the things that they teach us, and we learn based on the things that they don't teach us, right? Mm. So going back to my parents, you know, and watching them, I saw the things that they did that I liked and the things that they did not do that I said to myself that I want to make sure that I do for my Mm. kids, Mm -hmm. right? Where... For example, they were always working, right? And, like, my dad had two jobs with my mom, and they never attended any of my games. Mm. And they never pushed me really in school. Plus, there was the whole language barrier mm-hmm. where they didn't understand the language necessarily. Okay. So, they didn't push me in school and so on. So, I took from that and I said, when I grow up and I become a father, whenever I have an opportunity... I am going to take off at work mm-hmm. and I will be there for my kids. I will attend all of their events I will you know do this and I will do that because I did not have my parents are there for mm-hmm. me for those things mm-hmm. now of course there has to be a balance right where I can't not work yeah right. and only solely do correct stuff for them right, right? right so there has to be a balance so knowing okay pay time off mm-hmm. so PTO mm-hmm. whenever I have PTO or whatever the weekends I'm gonna attend the different things, you know, that they have going on. So I had mm-hmm. it in my mind early on that everything that they did, and, and that's what I've done. I can, you know, say that I'm excited to, mm-hmm. when the girls were young, I volunteered their school sharpening pencils, nice. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. different things where yeah. they would see me volunteer field day and whatever mm-hmm. else. Then when the boy was born and, you know, he was in school, same thing. Just a couple weeks ago, went to Chaperone SeaWorld, mm-hmm. you know, where those things... They remember them, right? Correct. Like, oh, they do. Oh, the, absolutely. You, it could potentially be where you're just there not doing anything. And they're, you know, they remember. Mm-hmm. A couple of days ago, I saw this little meme on Facebook or whatever it was. Or not necessarily a meme. A video. It was mm-hmm. a short video where it says um, your presence, right? It matters to them. Correct. Where it was showing the little boy who was walking. It was a, some sort of award show or assembly of some sort. And. You know, he was looking around for his parents, basically, and had, like, initially, like, a sad look on his face. And then the moment he turned and saw, I guess, his mother or father, whoever mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. his face lit up Correct. and smiled and was super excited, mm-hmm. knowing that, oh, man, they took time out mm-hmm. to come and be here for me, mm-hmm. right? We all have 24 hours in the day. Yeah. How we choose to break that down and use that, you know, it's 
that's how you should have that balance yeah. and, and you yeah. know make sure that you're there for them. And that was yeah. one of the key things that I know for me. I love that. I took away mm-hmm. where having that balance and making sure like they know that I care mm-hmm. and just to be present, mm-hmm. um, you know, is, is all that they need at times. Yeah. So, I love yeah. that. And even to your point of having the mindset of being a great father is what you have. I think I have that in a similar case where I know for certain I'm like a, my goal is to be an uberly great father for rain. Uh, largely because I know the effects of not having a male in mm. a female's presence yeah. would do and allow for them to come up to some, you know, riffraff and some, some, some janky situations, yeah. right? So I'm like uberly on her, telling yeah. her she's beautiful, giving yeah. her kisses, hugging her all the yeah. time, making sure she knows I'm there and so forth and so on. So even as you were sharing that, that just reminded me like, you know, some subconscious things that yeah. I have going on. It's like, yeah. oh man, like that is the thought that yeah. I have going into it. So now when it comes to Jaden at birth, yeah. now O'Neal, yeah. now what were some things that you were like, okay, like this is a son. Yeah. This is a boy. I'm yeah. a man. This yeah. is my son. Like what were some things there that was like, okay, these are some things that need to be instilled. Well, for for him, you know, of course, the girls were such a big part for so many years. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, I didn't have a younger sibling to, mm-hmm. to watch. True, right. True. And uh, with me being the last, so I didn't have a younger brother. And even kind of growing up to my sister, by the time she was old enough to have kids, she had girls. So mm-hmm. then like, all right, girls have always been kind of, you know, not necessarily there, but like my nieces that were there. And then, my, the girls, my daughters, and then so now it's a boy. It's something different. So it's mm. like, all right. From there, I had to remember, you know, what are the things that, how I felt at his age, mm. right? And um, also the different things that, as I grow, that I know would be important for me to to be. Like, you know, being a the leader of the family or being, you know, a model, a role model that he can kind of follow or making sure that he sees me doing certain things you know Mm -hmm. like whether it be you know where we pray together or we read the word or Mm -hmm. we you know um in the i'm the as you shared earlier i'm the you know youth pastor at the 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 little kids Mm -hmm. at the Mm -hmm. church so me being there and it's interesting kind of seeing him want to mimic and do the things Mm -hmm. that i do Mm -hmm. even sometimes where i'm not aiming to be like hey follow my lead right but he wants to follow my lead right Going back to even the name, his name, mm-hmm. where um, at birth he was born Jaden O'Neill Delva, mm-hmm. but then him wanting to go by O'Neill without the Jaden part, mm-hmm. where when he was seven wanted the name change, and um, we finally, you know, we legally changed his name mm-hmm. when he turned eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, where Can I show the picture? The picture? All right, I could put it up. You can. Okay, I'll put it up. All okay. right, <laughs> it's beautiful. It's it's so touching. Uh. <laughs> So where we we legally changed his name um, to O'Neill Delva Jr. Mm-hmm. Um, since he had gone by O'Neill for so long, mm-hmm. and it's funny because sometimes talking to him, where um, for college, for example, I went to University of South Florida for my bachelor's, right, 
and I went to West Virginia University for mm-hmm. my master's. Mm-hmm. So hearing him talk and stuff where he's like, you know, yeah, when I grow up and I go to college, I'm going to go to USF for my bachelor's <laughs> and I'm going to get a bachelor's in mass communications, mm-hmm. which is what I have my bachelor's uh-huh, in. Uh-huh. And then I'm going to go to West Virginia University uh-huh. and I'm going to get my master's in marketing, <laughs> which is what I have my master's uh-huh, in. Uh-huh. <laughs> so then, deep in the, the bad influence is like, no, you need to go to LSU. You need to go to LSU and I'll pay for it, right? So it's on the record at the end of the day. I said what I said. You still got to pay for it. If he he decides to go to LSU... I you got are it. paying for it. I got it. All right. We're going to pay for it at the end of the day. It's said y'all here, are watching this podcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Keep watching so I can fun. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, unless Ricky pays for him mm-hmm. to go to LSU, That's it. according to him, his goal going is you, the track he's going to go to did. USF mm-hmm. and then he's going to go. Um, and it's, it's just funny kind of watching him, the different things that he does or says and, you know, um, where, you know, just continue to be the example that. He can follow, you know, mm-hmm. when he grows mm-hmm. up and hopefully it's like, yeah, I've done this because of dad or I didn't do this because of dad, mm-hmm. you know, so, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice, no, dope. <laughs> so what would you say are ways in which if you were to ask the twins, yeah. right, I must break them up. Okay. Asking the twins, hey, um, ladies, now, because your dad did this, you know, he loves you. What do you think they would say? Because I did this, I love them. I'd probably say because I took time out Mm. and put them first Mm -hmm. that they would know that I love them, Mm. right? Um, I mean, also I'll say like in my household, not that I'm a pushover. Mm -hmm. I like it when people are happy, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if you want something and I can buy it for you mm-hmm. or I see that I can make it available to you, mm-hmm. like, why not, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't say no often. I tend to say yes a lot. So, that tells you. He started with what he is, but they gave me the reason why. That's like <laughs> me saying, I'm not short, but when I play basketball, my shot gets blocked. <laughs> <laughs> that is a but great Oh my god! It's not a bad thing yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, because to your point, if you have the means in in order to do, that's it. Then I can do. Why not? You know, because mm-hmm. I know that um, a couple years ago, uh, I had talked to a neighbor also across the street from where I lived at the time, where he was like, "Man, you know, I don't play with kids, man. I ain't about that. No, I don't, you know, don't come talk to me. Don't play with me. You know, this and that, whatever." And I'm looking like, "Bro, like, if you don't joke with your kids, you don't make time for your kids, you don't." buy things for your kids whatever mm-hmm. like they're gonna go to the next person mm-hmm. and get it for them you mm-hmm. know like mm-hmm. if Not they sure. don't feel loved mm-hmm. they don't feel like they could be themselves right. with or around you they're gonna go and be themselves right. the next person be like you know you know you know i love you right mm-hmm. girl no if matter you, what. If you love me, you're going to mm-hmm. do that thing. Hello, you know? hello. Like, and I'll give you what you want. Yeah, I'll yeah. give you what you right. want. Right. No, that's true. Well, okay, then. Hello. You know? <laughs> Next thing you know. You know what Next I'm saying? you know. But yeah, so. No, that's true. Because your no doesn't stop the desire. At the end of the day. That is true. It just says you're not the one that's going to give it to That me. is so, true. So, I mean, that's so good. That's what you're yeah. saying. So, that's you got to be able to, you know, the thing for me, at least, and, you know, hopefully you all are kind of taking away just the fact that you got to be willing to be there. Yeah. And kind of, like, allow them to come to you no matter what right with the kids with my girls and you know my son now like we're open and we have like candid conversations yeah. with them right one of the things are. yeah one of the things i always say like as parents we sometimes 
we are not that we're blind to certain things, but we assume naive. things naive. Like yeah. we think like, okay, if I don't talk about this thing, they don't know, but then they don't know. But in actuality, they know more than they might know more than you. Hello. Who, depending on cases. who they've been talking to. Facts. <laughs> That's so true. That's so Man. true. <laughs> so yeah. So like we have conversations, we had conversations then mm-hmm. and we have conversations now. Like, you know, like you want to make sure that, you are there and like you know with an uh, an open ear you know mm-hmm. and, and uh, to listen to them and yeah. and then you know going to god like okay now there's some craziness that they're bringing to me mm-hmm. how should i respond correct you know? correct and then from there when you respond you pray that they hear you know you and and the love that you have for them yeah even and if then, it's not what they want to hear even if it's not what they want to hear and even yeah. if they bring something hard to you then you're like you got to know how to not you know fly off the handle <laughs> What is this that you're talking about? What uh-huh. you bring? You know, because uh-huh. they're watching your reaction too. Very true. So if you react a certain way, they're going to be like, oh. Don't do that. I ain't bringing anything back to you because this is right. where you're going to react. So All it's right. like that balance, right? Where That's you want to give them guidance. I like, I like that. Give them guidance based on your personal experience. Give mm-hmm. them guidance based on like what God has revealed to you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, pray that they follow the 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 example or the path that you've laid mm. i'll go ahead and say you know sometimes you gotta let them make you know their own mistakes right mm-hmm. like True. stumble that's how you learn that's, that's how, how you, you grow like yeah. you know by doing certain things mm-hmm. and then learning like ah you know like the stove is hot don't yeah. touch again you Correct. know yeah. like you know yeah. when the eye is hot is red it means lit it means burn don't mm-hmm. touch don't it's, touch you know but um but no i mean for them just me being there and just mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things they can kind of take back and say, like, yeah, dad always took time for Mm -hmm. us, you know? I dig that. Mm -hmm. So, now, for O'Neal, now, Mm -hmm. Junior. Yeah. If he were to be asked, you know, and I'm giving it in a way in which he would know your father, right? So, I'm bringing in your father with this question. So, if O'Neal or Junior... Or Jay. Yeah. That's what I call him. I call him Jay, yeah. Jay. If Jay was asked, what does your father do that's just like his father, what would Jay say it is that you do? All right. That my dad does that's just like what I do, things that he's kind of... Right. I would say probably having like a giving spirit and like Mm -hmm. a generous like heart, Mm -hmm. right? My dad will... um, give you the shirt off his back mm. right he might be cold himself mm. but he's not gonna say and you know he's just like he sees a need he kind of helps to fill the need right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. um and for me whenever possible like i like to um pay for people's like meals and different mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. we'll be in the car and let's say the person behind me at McDonald's or whatever, yeah. I don't know what they're ordering. It could be a dollar, it could be twenty dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. But while at the window, I'll go ahead and pay for myself, and then like, and I'll pay for the car behind me. Mm-hmm. And you know, he sees that, and I'll say definitely, I saw that from my father, mm-hmm. like growing up. Not necessarily he's paying for meals for people, mm-hmm. but just his willingness to, to just give. be there and mm-hmm. give to others, mm-hmm. and you know. Um, so I saw that as a kid, though, I will say at times I, I would always look like, you know, why is he doing that for them? Mm-hmm. You don't do that for us. <laughs> <laughs> I would look at him like, Poppy, you don't even know them kids. Come on, come on. You don't know them kids. But yet 
I asked you for a dollar, you look at me sideways, Hello. and you're over here just giving money out uh-huh. to the neighborhood uh-huh. kids, you know? What are you, Santa you know, Claus? Like, what is this? What is this? Mm. So, it's funny because I saw that, and yeah. like, as a kid, again, you're kind of selfish, and you're thinking, like, you know, what about me? But then, you know, kind of seeing that, like, his desire and heart to help others. Mm. So, I can, I do the same, and then the boy, you know, I call him the boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son, he sees that, and, you know, that's one of the things definitely... Even when we were going through the process of legally changing his name, and he had to go to court, and the judge asked mm-hmm. him, you know, why do you want to change your name from Jaden to O'Neal Jr.? And that was one of the things that he said, and, you know, made me smile and, mm-hmm. you know, made me feel good, mm-hmm. where um, just sitting there, kind of just let him talk, and he's like, yeah, you know, I want to be just like my dad, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's always there wanting to help others, and mm-hmm. everything that he's done, I want I want. To do. To do. And his name, I Mm. want his name to be my name, you know? Mm. So it's like, wow. Just... That's awesome. Just kind of seeing that, you know, it makes you smile. Correct, correct. it makes you feel good. As a parent, you feel like, okay. did something right. Maybe I did something right. (laughs) I might have done 10 things wrong, but I got that one thing right. I did that right. (laughs) No, that's good. I love that. So now, even... To your point, right? So we even gonna transition because with you, like you said, fathering, but you also being in school, you yeah. matriculating through undergrad and master's program yes. while being a father while as well. Father, yeah. um, because you did it four years ago, uh, which the girls were still at the house going through school. Yeah. Um, Jaden at the time. time was going through school and things like that, doing what they do, but they also had a job, yeah. right? Full time job. Yeah. You all start where is and still continues to be the youth pastor at our church yeah. so you had so many things but then still present for them yeah but still a husband at the end of the day and the list goes on right yeah. your son your brother and you know you're a friend yeah. to many yeah um, and we do so many different things together so like how are you able to do so many things but still be a father yeah one of the things i'll say is the importance of balance okay right because if you put too much on one thing, mm-hmm. then there's another area that gets neglected, right? Okay. So you have to balance, kind of going back to something I said earlier about the fact that, you know, we all have the same 24 hours, we yes. all have the same 365 days and so on and so forth. It's how we choose to break that day down and how we choose to balance. That's the important part, mm-hmm. right? And then even right now, like, I'm so glad to see like the heavy focus on mental health Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and knowing and recognizing the time for us to acknowledge and say when we need help with something yes and seeing you know again not trying to overload ourselves correct one of the things that i've kind of learned over the years also is just the fact that you know we at times we can stress ourselves out Mm. and we want to like perfect something Mm. so much Mm. that even if it's there's a slight imperfection. Not that I'm saying to do things not 100% or, you know, do them, you know, poorly, whatever. But we see it, but other people don't see yeah, it, right? Correct. That so then true. we that could end up spending, like, 50 minutes focusing on one thing that that's technically true. should have been done in, like, 10 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. But we kept going back and so on. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being full-time father, full-time worker, going to school full-time, mm-hmm. both when the girls... Where, you know, when I was doing my bachelor's mm-hmm. and then later on, now the girl's in the boy, you know, mm-hmm. for my master's and church and mm-hmm. everything else. It's recognizing the thing that kept me balanced was recognizing, okay, and even like the family too, we created a plan to okay. know, all right, on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 
Dad has assignments to do. Mm-hmm. So between those days, let's work together to find how we can solve whatever problem that's over here. Let's mm-hmm. say, you know, they might have needed me to, I'm just going to make this up, fix the computer or mm-hmm. do something. Well, depending on the day, then my wife would say, okay, well, let me go ahead and start on it first. And then from there, if I, whatever I can't do, whatever I can't finish, I'll, then O'Neill could do and mm-hmm. whatever else. So it was, it was teamwork. It wasn't me alone, definitely, mm-hmm. you know. And any and everything that we do in life, we're not walking alone, right? Correct. We lean on God to, mm-hmm. you know, for guidance, for direction on mm-hmm. what we should do. Um, and definitely something that I did then, continue to do now whenever possible. Stumble and fall here and there, yeah. right? Yeah. Make Living mistakes. Yeah. But everything else, you know, I just recognize the importance of balance and whatever doesn't get done today, you want to know what? It's always tomorrow. There it is. But I, I forgot another thing that you do. You also are a professor. Right, Uh, but you do that part time. I do that. I do that online. Yeah, one thing part time. Right, one thing. Everything goes full time. One thing part time. (laughs) Everything you know. And the crazy thing, even that sometimes feels like a full time job. Mm, Supposed to be part time. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's interesting. Ramping up your your students and all. I like it. I I enjoy it. It's Mm. it's always interesting. You know, growing up, I had always said that I wanted to be a teacher. Mm -hmm. Um, and I actually wanted to be an English teacher for the longest. Wow. Until like what are the school. odds of that? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Not knowing English, not knowing English, coming was, over and man, wanted man. to teach, wanted to teach. Cool. Yeah, uh-huh. full circle. Correct. But you know, but anyway, I, I ended up not being a teacher because uh, yeah, that was a, that's another episode, yes. right? Okay. I would say. Gotcha. Went back to my old uh, middle school and mm. observed the kids. And I was like, dang, this Correct. what y'all do? And I did that too. Nah, I, I thought I wanted to be a teacher, I but I went. <laughs> I did uh, third grade. I did third grade. Yeah. I was teaching a lesson, and I said to myself, "This is not it." Nah, I went. I went to middle school. Middle school. I'll say middle school is the devil, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. No, it's a lot happening. Yeah, there's a lot it's happening. Changing, and yeah, now I'm just playing the devil. But, but right, yeah, right. but there's a lot happening That's in middle phase. school. The changes that are taking Correct. place. They're getting to know themselves Correct. and friends and you Correct. know personalities and whatever else. Influences so. coming in. exactly. So yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay, you said that. that. Like, but now you're good. doing it on a higher not level. higher level. Uh-huh. I deal with adults who act yes. like kids uh. <laughs> because of their excuses. But that's another episode. We talk about your father, right? We talk about your father. So. Oh, what's up, great people? Uh, let me just say this: many couples wonder why their sex life is good but not great, and the key is more orgasms. Without one, sex is like a decent piece of cake that was nice for the moment, but you wouldn't go out of your way to have it again. Well, my friends, ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, there is a solution for just that very problem, and it is Christians deserve orgasms too. Written by Miss Krista Jones, which you can find it on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, co wherever you go. But know that this is something that you need, or or it may be something that your friend or your girlfriend or your male friend may need as well. So, hey, get the book, send the book, share the book, gift the book because these people need it. OK, let's have a uh, happy lives. OK, <laughs> so at the end of the day, you're you're juggling all those different things. Yeah. Right. But then at the same time, you're there for them. Right. You have Jaden. He's in or excuse me, O'Neill or Jay. What grade is he in now? He is. My son just graduated, uh, I guess graduated, that's what they call it, elementary. Wow, so he's going to middle school. He is going to middle school. Wow. Yes, he's going to middle school. Okay. And I'm excited. I'm excited just, yeah, where we are right now. Mm -hmm. So you would say, again, before we transition, balance is the key. Now, you gave examples of divvying it out over the same 24 that we all have, but... 
Like, what does that look like? I know you can't give a formula, right? Because everybody's situation is unique to them. But knowing the various things that you do have on your plate, how are you able to feel like you adequately balance things? The way that I would feel, you know, that I've adequately balanced things Mm -hmm. is knowing, kind of setting a goal to know, okay, I will reply to Mm. five emails and then call it a day Mm. and then whatever comes in after that whatever needs to be i'll take care of tomorrow gotcha and then from there you know okay what else do i have to work on okay for uh you know children's ministry all right Mm -hmm. we did a recording that needs to air okay from there okay let me upload it to this drive Mm -hmm. and send out a text message to another person you know Mm -hmm. you know pass the gamut shout out to you who helps to create um the videos Mm -hmm. all right boom from there what else do i have to do something else that i do with myself too is um I use my phone and yeah. create to-do lists. Yep. No, I do notes I do for too. myself. I have so many. To do yeah. personally, yeah. work, you know, you start creating a list of, you know, and even going from A to Z. Like, yep. in order to do this, you need to do that, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, one particular task might have ten steps to mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So, I list all of those steps out. And I check them off as I go, mm-hmm. right? And then, again, set a spot where I'm going to stop to then move on to the next thing to be able to do a little bit of everything mm. throughout. Because then, again, if I heavily focus on one thing, then this area over here might feel neglected. Mm. Now, there might be when I end up going over here and solely focusing on this, but now over here they feel neglected. Mm. But if you give a little bit every day, then you're touching all of those different pieces and mm-hmm. Everyone, right, mm-hmm. kind of feels like you have not forgotten about them and you're playing a role. Even if, you know, kind of take 30 minutes to watch uh, cartoons or something yeah. with the kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yesterday I spent all day watching Stranger Things with one of my daughters. Okay. Uh-huh. And, I mean, it was an amazing time. Sat nice. there and, you know, jumping back. Uh-huh. I mean, it's somewhat scary. I don't uh-huh. know if you've uh-huh. seen Stranger Things. Yeah, but- I stopped. Yeah, mm-hmm. season two, I stopped. Yeah, I did. Uh, but yeah, kind of. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> I like the show. So you know, kind of sitting there and then going back and forth, like, oh man, did you see that? What does that mean? Isn't that like you know, just even though she is an adult right, now, right. right? But still, but still, that time. like we spend that time, you know, knowing we we'll might start a show together, and you know, there's that unwritten rule: you don't go to the next episode without me. Okay, that's our thing. We started nice. so. We need to continue watching it yeah. together, you know? Yeah. Like, even, like, anime, different cartoons and stuff that uh-huh. I watch with my son. Um, we watch Dragon Ball Z and some okay. other stuff. So, it's like, we started it together, and that's the thing that we do together. And he knows, okay, we do that together. It's like mm-hmm. a 30-minute episode. All right, Dad, we'll watch one episode together. And then, you know, so on and nice. so forth. But yeah. just creating that stopping point and knowing, you know, when to move on to the next thing and mm-hmm. um and whatever's left over again you always have tomorrow to finish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you don't then it'll go to somebody else right right, right. To, for them to finish right or to do or whatever mm, nah, i dig that i dig that so that's what it looks like yeah no nah, that's yeah, for me yeah that's, right yeah that's what it looks like for you yeah no nah, i dig that i dig that balance balance is the key to be able to do the various things that you have going on. Okay. Okay. Now, what would you say, you know, coming to the tail end of the interview and things like that, what mm-hmm. would you say are some things that you're looking forward to or plans that you have um, as it pertains to you, Jessica, the family, mm-hmm. fatherhood? Mm-hmm. What does it look like 10 years from now? Ooh, 10 years from now. Because 
Uh, O'Neal will be he'll what? He'll be 21. Dang, okay. my son will be 21 in 10 Girls years. Girls will be 29. They'll be going on 29. Wow. In 10 years, I'll be pushing 50. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> so, things I'm looking forward to in 10 years. Mm-hmm. Let me see. Uh, first, you know. So let me ask I'm, this. Let me ask this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you look. See, they're 19, the oldest. Yeah. Do you look forward to grandkids now, or are you looking forward to marriage now? For them, right. I mean, we want marriage first, right? Right. Okay, I'll just, I'll just ask you. I don't know, <laughs> but I don't know because then you do have Onia or Jay that's yeah. still a child, so yeah. you're not craving that. Oh, let me get a little baby yeah. around. So the I get funny it. thing is, actually, one of the things I like to do with the with my kids, like, um, I like to give them an opportunity to. to talk okay and just share so i'll do that like you know vision cast or whatever like i'll ask them mm-hmm. like hey um what does life look like for you in okay. 10 years okay break it down you walk me through like you know and i like details like you know from there like Definitely it's like do. hey <laughs> <laughs> let me know in 10 years you know what are you doing and you know all right i'm living on my own i got you know uh, I'm doing this. Are you married? Yeah, I'm married. Okay. What does she look like? You know, mm-hmm. oh, she's this and she's that. You know, okay. Um, do you have any kids? Yeah, I have kids. Like, you know, what are their names? So, I I literally... At 11 years old. I, yeah, we, you're asking we've done him. Okay. Actually, yeah, I, I asked And he has responses. And he has responses, yeah. So, what does know? she look like? She is... <laughs> <laughs> you did it. She's not too tall. <laughs> she's, you know, kind of... Even height with them a little bit shorter. Okay. Um, you know, I asked, does she look like mommy? Um, she, she's mixed. <laughs> <laughs> I like. <laughs> but he's open to like whatever it. you know. Okay. okay. Uh, but <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. And You're then I had asked him for some reason. There was a name that he, oh. my son, had stuck as the name of the child, like. The name of his spouse. Uh, name of his no his son. Like, okay, okay. It wasn't it wasn't O'Neill. Okay. Um, I can't remember the name. He'll yes. remind me. But uh-huh. it was like what? Where did this name come so from? He has like, a day he has a look. So okay, he has everything. So y'all he, already have them. Yeah. And even the girls, like I do the same like thing. That. You know, like where you know we'll sit down and during lunch or whatever, it's like all right, walk me through your life. You know, mm-hmm. in ten years. What what are you doing? What does mm. it look like? And whatever. So I let them kind of share with me, yeah. you know, what they're looking forward to in 10 years, you mm-hmm. know, like being realistic also, you know, yeah. not necessarily, oh, I'm a pop star. I'm a football player. Yeah. I'm, this, I'm a YouTube star making, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. buku bucks, which right. could happen, could, right? Right. And praying that but it does happen so, to them. But through. like, you know, let's talk through, like, yeah. what are the things that you're going to do in order for you to reach that goal? Yeah. Let's not just make a blanket, like, you know, general statement. Right. But what steps are you going to take right. to reach that, you know, goal or whatever? Mm-hmm. So, um, but we talk and, um, but yeah, but for me though, let me see in 10 years. I was about to say, the story's on you now. Now, I what am you, you talk on? through what you said to them. Yeah, but yeah, I know. The question is see. for you. So in 10 years. Yes, sir. All right. Right now, Jessica and I were focused on building a house. Right. I was so, hoping that was in there. Yeah, that's going to be, you know, preferably next mm-hmm. year. Um, that okay. will be taken Within care of. Within the 10 so, years. Mm-hmm. So we'll have, we'll build our house. Yes. In addition, we want to get into like Airbnb, into mm-hmm. some investments and so on. So we'll have that will have already been established. We have our we'll have grown from one like Airbnb little spot to yeah. having multiple locations mm-hmm. and houses that we're you know kind of who knows in ten years it might be something 
maybe instead of well actually it's already in place i was going to say instead of renting out physical space might be renting out virtual space True. or something right True. you know the metaverse that's what it is yeah here put on this goggles or whatever uh-huh. and you know Take a trip. Uh, take a trip and yeah. come and rent and virtually stay at my place. Correct. You know? Correct. <laughs> I Correct. got a room for you for five hundred dollars. Hello. <laughs> I'll leave it though. Somebody go pay. I leave a chocolate on your pillow and everything. It's you bad. Know? But yeah, <laughs> you can touch it. Can't taste it. Maybe in two years, you never know. Who knows? Technology bro. will be there. But yeah, right? but in ten years, so that's gonna be you know the girls will be close to thirty and the mm-hmm. boy will be twenty one. So hopefully he doesn't have any you know wife or kids or anything at that age that's too young bro that's way too young how old were you when you met Justin um, how old was I I was 21 I was 21 exactly junior year of college <laughs> 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 okay. that's right yeah I so was. we'll just keep moving okay yeah. so Airbnb scenario mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, let me see so preferably for them you know they're married and you know at least the girls mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if they want kids, you know, yeah. kind of that's already, you know, that's not necessarily anything that we're pressuring and say, yeah. you need to give me grandkids, whatever. Right. It's like, hey, you know, live your life because if I'm pushing for you to have grandkids and now you come to me like, all right, you here they go. You won't take Eddie's kids. Here they are. Uh-huh. They, you wanted them, now they're here. Right. Uh, I ain't paying for them. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. anyway, so whatever it is that they want, you know, of course, for us to continue to support them. But yeah, um, yeah and Jessica and I have grown old together, Okay, laughing together, finding new ways to you know, enjoy, enjoy life and yeah. enjoy one another. Yeah. Right. And yeah. perfectly being able to travel more mm-hmm. and do things just, we just, she and I will be empty nesters at that point. That's the goal. Unless the kids, you know, they decide to stay home yeah. or whatever else, but you know what? They could just stay somewhere else. If we have Airbnb and different properties, whatever, boom, boom. you, you go stay work and rent. That's what it yeah, is. That's what you want to do. You ain't living for free. Mm-hmm. Not off of me. You better not hey, expensive. I mean, you know, if they can, they can live for free. But no, exactly. But, you yeah. already know. They're going to ask, and he's going to say yes. He's not a pushover. But if he can, he likes to give them what they want. Bro, how you going to bring up what I said <laughs> earlier? Full circle. Just like that. Now, let me ask this. You said travel around, you know, and things like that. Travel more. Is there a place that you would love to do a family vacation mm, family that you haven't done? A family vacation we haven't done... A destination. It, it would be nice okay. to go to like Hawaii or something, mm. right? Because we so why, why Hawaii? Well, we have that. Well, here. just to enjoy, you know, total relaxation and do like you know all the fun adventurous activities. And plus, it's Hawaii. Who doesn't want to go to Hawaii, right? I so, really don't. like, you don't want to go to Hawaii, bro? I really don't. I feel like it's so far to get what I can get so much closer. Where would you go then? I go to Bahamas. I go to Dominican Republic. To... But you've already to... been to some of those places, correct? Right? I mean, what do I get there? You get the experience. You know, you get to be able to say one, you went to Hawaii. Bro, Two, it's America. It is America. <laughs> <laughs> it is so far. It's so far. I, I can go to Africa in the same time in which I could go to Hawaii. I would say you. Okay, I mean, hey. All right. I'm just saying to say, like, it's, it's... Well, I think for me, though... And it's just, expensive. Oh, I mean... Behind I got it, cheaper. though. My pockets are fat. I just right. paid for, you know, everyone to go. Right. Did I pay or did they pay on their own? I mean, it's a family trip. However you want a family trip. I paid for everyone to go. Respect. I would take them to... No, I think, yeah, it would be Africa. Hawaii. I would take my kids over. To Africa? Or I South think, America or Brazil. 
I think for me though, like it'd be a shorter flight. But is your trip? Yeah, no, no. I th- I think they would want to uh, want to go. Like we've done a lot together. Like once a year, we try to do a family trip. Yes. For the most part, it's in the U.S. Like the girls and the boy, like they mm-hmm. wanted to go to L.A. Mm-hmm. and we were able to do that in 2018. That. Yep. So I took them to L.A. and able to go to the show. Oh no, it was 2020 actually. Unfortunately, it was around the time when COVID hit, mm-hmm. so we didn't get a chance to do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, went to the Hollywood sign. We did all of that. Went to a taping. Went, yeah. So you didn't get an experience. Did some things, you know, 2018, took them to Paris. That was someplace else they nice. always wanted to go to. Yeah. So, like, we traveled, like, 10 of us. We went to Paris. And nice. that was an amazing time. The Louvre and mm-hmm. all that other stuff, you know. Like, things, you know, they got the experience. and just heavy in French, yeah. right? So, you're able to... Do you think? I wasn't able to do anything, bro. I ain't going to lie. But yeah, no. No. It felt weird, actually, being in a country. Because you're so used to being in the United States and people just speak English. Yes. Right? But to be in another country Mm -hmm. where everyone at that place speaks a language that you do not understand. Correct. It kind of makes you... Well, one, for me, that that was my case when I came Mm -hmm. here from, you know, Haiti when I was a young age. I didn't know what people were saying. Right. But also kind of reminds you of people who live here when we speak English... To us, we're like, why don't you, you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's an easy... But then, they don't understand at all. Right. Or so, we'll joke them when they try. Yeah, we would joke them when mm-hmm. they try. So, when we were over there, you know, granted, like, Creole, Haitian Creole is like, you know, has French words and mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And it's funny, another story, you know, for another podcast in high school, I took French thinking, oh, I should be able to get A in this class because I know Creole. Mm-hmm. I was happy to get a C. No, no. <laughs> but no, nah, but you know, got a chance to do some of those things. Yeah. And I think, you know, just the total relaxation, you know, took them to New York, took them to DC, mm. you know, so on and so forth. Um and uh yeah, just being able to take them over there mm-hmm. for us to just like unwind disconnect in yeah, a sense yeah. you know because it is so far right. out and yeah being able to Paris. travel Paris and see fun. different things yeah. and i mean see a volcano or whatever you know mm. it doesn't erupt right talking about hawaii yeah hawaii oh, okay. right now. i was yeah. thinking volcanoes in paris no 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 talking about hawaii <laughs> yes, you know, but, yes. no, but no but paris you know that was mm-hmm. whole that was a nice experience yeah, to be able to beautiful. do and stuff mm-hmm. over there mm-hmm. too and, um, so family yeah. trip to hawaii family trip to hawaii um that would be that would be it yeah yeah okay yeah, I we talk about that. going to Puerto Rico, but I mean, but that's just like Puerto Puerto Rico. It's, yeah, it's you know, close. See, it's, it's close. It's better. It's like you just not ex- expensive. But they got a lot of iguanas in Puerto Rico. So. <laughs> we just <laughs> <laughs> we're fear strikes. Scared of, he's scared of lizards. And he lives. We live in Florida. They're I don't everywhere. like them. There's a difference. There's a difference between being scared of something and not liking something. I don't like them. I'm not scared Odell of them. Odell is scared of lizards. They're if unpredictable. If a lizard is under his car, when we're walking to his car, he will avoid getting into the car until he <laughs> sees where the lizard goes. That's fear. Okay? That's fear, ladies and gentlemen. That is not fear. It's That is being mindful and aware of your environment and knowing... When there is something in your presence that you don't like and you want the thing that's in your presence that you don't like to not be so close. So you take action to, I'm thinking that. 
Because there's no words to just eradicate all this fear. Okay? <laughs> you can use it and be done with the explanation. But nonetheless, in all, it's your story. You stick it with it. But no, that's cool. So question, man, just to finish it all out. Uh, well, two things. One, what are ways in which people can get in contact with you if they have such scenarios in which you've spoken of? They're like, oh, man, like what he said really touch me and i would love to reach out to him what are some ways that they can contact you uh sure you can find me on i have instagram but i mean i don't use it too much but if right. you message me then you can find me onidel one mm-hmm. is my instagram and then facebook you can find me you know o'neill delva mm-hmm. send a friend request you know mm-hmm. to add you and then mm-hmm. you know if you have a question or whatever anything regarding my life and of course i can only share my experiences yes. right and praying that you take something from it, apply it to your life, mm-hmm. adopt, adjust, whatever mm-hmm. it might be to make it your own to help mm-hmm. you in whatever situation you might be going through. Um, but, you know, I primarily use those two. And I have I have Twitter, but, you know, I don't know if people really use Twitter right. that much anymore. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. But, but yeah. if, it's, if it's your way, it's your yeah. way. Onidel1 well, is, you know, basically everything that I use. Um, yeah. If you want to reach out to me, even email, if you want to send me an email, mm-hmm. Onidel1. Boom. At yahoo.com. There it is. And, the and I'm going to put everything down in the description. Yeah, and so the boy, he's gonna, he, he jokes about being Onidel 2. But huh. Onidel 1 at Yahoo is my email if you want to send me an email. If you, you know, want for me to share anything mm-hmm. regarding my story and potentially to, to help you. Yeah. One last thought. Um, what is something that you would love to share with the people, with fathers? Let me speak, speak specifically. With fathers that we did not touch that... You're like, man, like, fathers should know this if they're going to be extraordinary fathers, as they should be. Mm. Um, I mean, we've touched a lot on, you know, being there, just the presence, I would yes. say, you know, just to continue to remember, hey, the things that you do mm-hmm. and the things that you don't do, they are seen, mm-hmm. right? Um, and just for fathers being, you know, continuing to be the example and finding different ways you can be an example, so that your kids can can follow you and take mm-hmm. you know uh, follow your footsteps in the good things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want them mm-hmm. to follow the bad things that you mm-hmm. have done or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but now just just knowing you know you're you're being watched. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll say it like that. It sounds a little creepy, but you're no, being watched, true. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and they're soaking it up. Yeah. So just yeah. be mindful of that. No, that's dope. Well, O'Neal, I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate you sharing with us today. Uh, but then more than anything, as we've already talked about, you're going to have to come back. There's various things we have to talk about, be it relationships, <laughs> yeah. be it uh, career, be it just life in general. So we'll definitely have you back on for those different topics and things like that. Uh, but yeah, man, no, I appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for having me. Of I course. had fun sharing my story and yes. you know i look forward to being invited back oh just like that great people we gotta have a back y'all <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh what did i tell y'all great people didn't i tell you didn't i tell you he was going to deliver didn't i tell you that that conversation was going to be one that you wanted to hear that's my brother man um and i just love how the various facets of who he is was expressed throughout the story but more than anything you all got to see the heart that he has for kids and even more so speaks volume as to like we said he is the youth pastor at our church and so all of the kids that go through our church go through him so who better hands can our kids be in than thus my brother O'Neal? So shouts out to you, sir. I appreciate y'all. Go ahead and spam his uh, Instagram 
I don't even, yeah, Facebook, y'all saw him. He really don't be on Facebook. But spam it, spam it, spam it. Just show him some love and appreciation, all that good stuff, because my brother spoke from the heart. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get to the boom or buzz for today, okay? And so today's boom or buzz comes from um, this here Celsius drink. <laughs> Zing! I don't know if you all have tried it, um, but my wife has had these around the house and things like that. So I'm like, okay, let me just give it a try. I, I did just try her. And uh, hers was like it was well the one that I tried was like a peach fizz or something like that. Now I will say so I have like two different reviews in which I want to share. So the taste was horrible, right? It tastes like cigarette water, and I don't even know how to describe it. But if you were to like smell the ashes of a cigarette, just think about that soaked in water. And just, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like when you smell something, you can really taste it too. So nonetheless, that is what the taste tasted like. However, it did do what it needed to do. I had energy. I had, you know what I'm saying? I felt ready. You know what I'm saying? That was the ready move for those that did not see, you know, listening on the podcast. I did my little my little move. You know what I'm saying? I felt ready and I was ready for whatever. Um, but it does say like it does um, accelerate the metabolism and burns body fat. I wasn't there for that. I just needed the essential energy. Okay. And so... Celsius, um, it's like a mix. Like, did it do what it needed to do? Yes. So, boom for that. But the taste, it was a bust. It was a snap crackle bust. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, maybe I just tried the wrong one. This one is a grape, actually. But I'm going to say this for her because, like I said, I did take her. So, I'm going to let her do what it do. But I will say for the simple fact that it says no sugar or preservatives, it did taste it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad tasting with that in mind. However, if I'm just tasting it to taste it, it wasn't the taste that I wanted to experience. So without further ado, great people, I love you all. I appreciate you all. Thank you for tuning in, listening, and watching this here podcast episode. And um, yeah, man, let me know. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're feeling, how you are enjoying these conversations thus far. And um, you know, as y'all saw, I extended the time and you might probably didn't even make it to this point in time. But if the time span is too long, just let me know in the comment section. I would greatly appreciate it. We here. We learning. We loving. And we growing together. Okay. So without further ado, great people, I will see you on the next episode. If you could, if you would, click that subscribe button. It will go a long way. And I would greatly appreciate it as well. All right, great people. Peace.